and welcome to On the Road to WrestleMania. I'm Christy, and as always, I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, we like to talk about WWE pay-per-views, and usually we also like to talk about their fallouts on Raw and SmackDown, but since (laughs) we're talking WrestleMania, the grandest stage of them all, the showcase of the immortals... We're just going to focus on the pay-per-view because it was like 16 matches, I think. Yeah. I guess maybe 17 if you want to include the Elias thing. Uh, I mean, I guess you can, but... (laughs) But yeah, this week we're definitely just going to focus on the (laughs) pay-per-view. Yeah. That'd be just overwhelming for not only us, but also you, the listener, (laughs) if we try to cover WrestleMania, Raw, and SmackDown. Yeah. Like, our brains would explode, probably. Be as long as WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, this was my first WrestleMania watching in entirety. So, this was, like, something completely different. Well, not completely different, but... Like I said, a little overwhelming, just in the sheer <laughs> length of it, I yeah. think. It's an ordeal. I think I've seen two before, or sat through two before. Okay. Yeah, it's an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I knew it was going to be something special because, I mean, it's WrestleMania, so gotta be a little extra, but mm. some people are more extra than others. <laughs> yes. And I guess I didn't realize how classy of an affair it would be because when they were doing the kickoff show, like, everybody was in tuxes and, like, super dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So we're, okay. We're outside, but we're wearing tuxes. All right. <laughs> But yeah, not too much story going on during the kickoff show, even though it was two hours long. Mm-hmm. I think the only backstage interview they had was Kayla Braxton interviewing Biggie and Xavier Woods mm-hmm. about Kofi's match. Yeah. And they're like, he's ready. And, you know, all this other hype stuff. And yeah. then they're like, let's go, Kayla. Let's go. Let's go. And you can <laughs> tell she was like trying hard not to crack up because they were just being goofy. Yeah. But that was the only kind of backstage stuff they did. Mm-hmm. They had, who all did they have come out? Paige was on there first. Jerry Lawler came out at one point. JBL, Booker T, you know, all the usuals. And then I think Edge and Christian also talked a little bit. So pretty much the usual people. Yeah. And then we get to the first match of the kickoff show, which was for the Cruiserweight Championship between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. It was a good match. It wasn't really super thrilling for a cruiserweight match. Mm-hmm. It was decent. Yeah. Buddy Murphy had on like a long purple leather coat, so that was <laughs> a little different. He doesn't normally have that. And Yeah. Well, all the wrestlers are going to be, like you said before, a little extra yeah. for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. And then Tony Nese was in white and gold. And it was, like, kind of a little vest jacket thing, but, like, it's cut out so you can see all his abs. <laughs> and his part of his little entrance thing is he counts his abs. He has eight abs. And he's like, the what did he say? He said something about the number of reasons why I'm better than you or something. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a decent match. <laughs> I don't really watch the cruiserweight division, so I don't know much about all that no other than buddy murphy won it at super showdown yeah 
which he's Australian, so he was like hometown boy when he won. Mm-hmm. And then Tony Nese was from New York, and they were adjacent to New York for WrestleMania. <laughs> so he was kind of a hometown boy, and then he won. Yeah. I think he his move was called a running niece instead of a running knee. I don't know. And so he, yeah, he won with a running niece and a pin for the win. But at some point, Buddy Murphy's eye got bloody. I'm not sure Mm-mm. how that happened. But yeah. he kind of had a blood. I think it was above his eyebrow, maybe. He got like mm-hmm. a nick or something. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, it wasn't too much blood. So yeah. as far as I know, they were all good. <laughs> No super serious injuries. And so, yep, Tony Nese, new champion there, new cruiserweight champion. Mm-hmm. And then the next match was the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. It doesn't have an official title yet, I guess, other yeah, than it's being... it's not a memorial, not the Andre the Giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royale or Battle Royal. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, I think I saw somewhere somebody suggesting, oh, I'll name it, like, the China Memorial Battle Royal, which that would be, that'd be fine. I mean, there's a lot of women that they could name it after. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot. But, I mean, there's already the Mae Young Classic, yeah. so. But yeah, there's, yeah, China wouldn't be a bad one to name it after. No. For a battle royal, no. Yeah, no. She'd actually probably be a good choice. Yeah. But that was fun. Battle royals are always fun to see. <laughs> yeah. Just people wrestling that you wouldn't normally get to see. Mm. Especially with the women's, they brought up, uh, I guess not too many NXT I'm trying to think. I think I only saw Kyrie Sane actually this year hmm. for NXT. Of course, I'm probably missing somebody. Yeah. But Ember Moon's back, so that's really exciting. Nice. Missed her. She's super fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I'm not sure how many women were actually in it. I didn't actually see the official number. But most of them came out all together at once because, I mean, that would take forever with all their entrances. Yeah. But... The two that got their own separate entrances were Naomi, I guess because she won the first last year. So I guess that's why she got a special entrance, plus it's Naomi. Right. Because I love her entrance. (laughs) And then Asuka, because Empress has to have her own entrance, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But then some fun ring gear for WrestleMania. Lana's was kind of Wonder Woman inspired. And mm-hmm. then Mickey James kind of looked like Captain Marvel, at least to me. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what they were going for officially, but I thought it looked like Captain Marvel, so I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And, yep, that was super fun getting to see some mix-ups. Don't normally get to see. Well, I guess there was a few other NXT people. I just don't know their names. Or maybe it's no. NXT UK, maybe. Maybe. I'm not positive. But, yeah, it was a good, it was a good little battle royal. <laughs> and, of course, we think we get down... To the last three, Asuka, Sarah Logan, and Sonya Deville. We think that's the last three. Mm. But then Sarah Logan gets out Asuka and Sonya Deville. And so Sarah Logan's like, yeah, I won. Mm. But then like Carmella like pops up back into the <laughs> ring because apparently she, you know, didn't go over the top rope. Mm-hmm. And so she comes back out. And so like, they kind of tussle a little bit. And somehow Carmella gets Sarah Logan over the top rope and on the other side on the edge of the ring and then like Carmella super kicks her and so she falls and yeah. Carmella wins the battle <laughs> royal. Nice. Which I saw her tweet apparently she was like the first one eliminated last year mm. and then she's like and then I won this year so yeah. <laughs> so good for Carmella. Yeah. And then after that we had the Raw Tag Team Championship match which 
was probably the last match added, I think, to WrestleMania. Yeah, I think so. And it was The Revival versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which I think they said at the time Kurt Hawkins' record was 0-269. (laughs) So, big hump to get over there, but but they did it. They did it. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins won. Again, kind of hometown boys winning, (laughs) mixing stuff up. But this time, The Revival, they had on white jackets, which I don't think I've seen them wear white jackets before Mm-mm. and yellow bottoms and then Zack Ryder was also in white and yellow which was kind of <laughs> awkward because kind of looked like he was color coordinating with the enemy but yeah. anyways it's part of his strategy maybe confuse him maybe <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work on them though but <laughs> and then Kurt Hawkins instead of his usual Mets colors this time he was wearing Jets colors because they're <laughs> wrestling in MetLife Stadium. Yeah. But they started, I think it was Dawson and Hawkins. And of course, they're just bad-mouthing Hawkins. They're like, we don't want you. Like, you're a loser. Like, get Zack Ryder in here. Yeah. And so, like, he gets kind of bummed and he, like, tags in Zack Ryder and, like, he goes in. But then he, like, gets worked over for quite a while. Hmm. And at one point, Ryder and Dawson, they both go over the top rope. And, like, Kurt manages to put Ryder back into the ring so he can tag in. Mm -hmm. And he almost, almost, almost pins Dawson there. But, like, Dash is able to, like, pull Kurt Hawkins off. So, like, that was, like, dang it. And then somehow they, like, all get to the outside of the ring and, like, just craziness, like, flipping people over and, like, suplexes and all into the ground. It's like, ow. And Dawson pulls, I think it was after he did suplex to Kurt Hawkins, Dawson pulls him into the ring and like apparently Kurt Hawkins is playing possum because mm-hmm. Dawson's getting cocky and like mocking him and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then Kurt Hawkins rolls him up and pins him and they win. <laughs> so two new champions so far in this WrestleMania. And a triple digit losing streak is over. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Back to tag team champions. Apparently they had been that several several years ago. I still don't believe that. I still don't either. They show it's pictures, I'm like, those aren't the same two not people. The same people. Different faces, totally different. Like, no. No. I don't believe Sorry. No. They're not the same people. <laughs> but either way, they're the current Raw tag team champions. Right. So that was exciting. Mm-hmm. And then we get to one of the funniest slash goofiest <laughs> parts of the night with the Andre the Giant WrestleMania Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. I don't think the WrestleMania part's in the title of it, but no. I think it's just the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Okay. Sorry, the women's has WrestleMania in it, so oh, okay. I'm getting them confused. Or, I guess not confused, just all mixed together into one giant battle royal. (laughs) (laughs) But of course we have special entrance into this one, Colin Jost and Michael Che (laughs) from Saturday Night Live because they made Braun Strowman angry and for some reason they agreed to be in the battle royal. (laughs) Don't know why. Nope. But... And they were, like, both wearing leggings <laughs> under shorts. I think Michael Che, like, actually had on wrestling headgear. Yeah. And then Colin Jost had on 
anti Braun Strowman leggings. <laughs> They're like pictures of Braun Strowman, like with the cross out of him. It's like, what? <laughs> Who even made those? Somebody yeah. made those. But they got like their own little special entrance with like the the weekend update music. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Hardy Boys, they get their own special entrance. Mm. I guess because I think Matt Hardy won last year. Yeah. So they both came out together. Because mm-hmm. they're brothers. Yeah. And they're both wrestling at the same time <laughs> and on the same show. Yay. <laughs> and of course, Braun Strowman gets his own entrance because it's Braun Strowman. And he rips off his shirt before he even gets to the <laughs> ring. So he was ready to go. Yeah. Oh, but, like, side note, Luke Harper is back, so that was exciting. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Like, Rowan's been back for a month or two now. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So we finally get Luke Harper back. I don't know if Mm -hmm. they'll get to tag team again soon as the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. Because Rowan's kind of got his (laughs) thing going on with. Yeah. The new Daniel Bryan, so he did have, I don't know, so. (laughs) Who knows, after... After WrestleMania, who knows? Yeah. If he will still. We'll see. But anyways, that was nice to see Luke Harper back mm-hmm. in the ring. Of course, the bell rings and Michael Che and Colin Jost like immediately go under the <laughs> ring because they're not that dumb. They're yeah. dumb, but they're not that dumb, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Dumb enough to get into it in the first place, but. Not dumb enough to be in it the whole time with, like. <laughs> 20 other grown men even though they're not tiny no guys they were like pretty much the same height as most of the people in there i mean obviously there are a few exceptions like Mm -hmm. braun Strowman (laughs) and luke harper but they were pretty they're pretty much the same height as most of them so they're not small guys again just good battle royal fun stuff Mm -hmm. being who was it Pretty sure Andrade, when he was trying to eliminate Apollo Crews, ended up eliminating himself, too. So that was dumb. (laughs) Because why are you going to hurricane run at somebody, like, on the edge of the ring? Like, that's dumb. Where where are you going to go from there? Right. (laughs) To the floor. But at the very end, the last three in the ring, quote-unquote in the ring, because the other two haven't popped out yet, (laughs) are the Hardy Boys and Braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get Braun Strowman out and then that's when Colin Jost and Michael Che come out and then they try to push Braun over to but of course that's not going to work because he kicks them off Yeah. and then he knocks the Hardy Boys off the side of the ring so they're eliminated and then it's just Braun Strowman and the special correspondence mm-hmm. and then Colin Jost asks for a microphone <laughs> he's like, I brought my therapist. I want you and him to work this out. It's like, why do him and the therapist, the therapist just needs to stand there while you and Braun Strowman work it (laughs) out. He's just supposed to facilitate. Yeah. He's just supposed to be a mediator. Also, if Jinder Mahal can't help Braun Strowman, (laughs) some poor jobber dressed up as a therapist is not going to be able to help him. (laughs) Right. So, of course, you can only imagine what happens to that poor guy. He gets beat up and thrown over. And then Michael Che tries to remove himself, (laughs) eliminate himself. (laughs) But Braun Strowman stops him before he gets to the floor Mm -hmm. and then slaps him off the right side of the ring. (laughs) (laughs) And then Braun tries to go after Colin Jost and 
he manages to dodge him, so, like, Braun, like, gets caught up on the top rope, and then, like, he tries to, like, pick him up and, like, try to throw Braun Strowman over, <laughs> and, of course, obviously, that's definitely not gonna work, so yeah. then he kicks him off, and then Braun Strowman picks him up and thankfully throws him into some superstars, so right. he doesn't get seriously injured, and Braun Strowman, surprise, surprise, wins the Andre the Giant <laughs> Battle Royal. Yeah, for the second time. Is it his second time? I think so. Oh. Pretty sure back when he was introduced, I think he might have won it or something. That would make sense. I think that's... There's no way to find out either. There's no possible way to know. (laughs) Never mind. He just the one time. Just this time. Okay. (laughs) Well, apparently that's a really heavy trophy because he tried picking it... I mean, he did pick it up, but... It looked like he was straining a little bit. Yeah, he had a little trouble with it. And this guy is, he competed in strongman competitions. <laughs> so yeah. if Braun Strowman's having a little trouble with it, it's a heavy trophy. Right. <laughs> I don't know why they made it that heavy, because yeah. why would you make a trophy that multiple people have to move <laughs> it? That makes no sense to me. No. But anyways... Braun Strowman was the winner of the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, 2019. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! They all got these hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the end of the kickoff shit. Yeah. So it's two hours, but it was well used two hours. Yeah. Because we got we got four matches in there, mm-hmm. so normally get maybe one or two. Yeah. In a two-hour kickoff show, sometimes so. Mm-hmm. They stacked it full by me, and it was, like I said earlier, it was like 16 matches that whole night, so yeah. it was a long night. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a few people that called in sick today probably. from work. Like, yeah, I imagine so. Because I can't even imagine how late it, I guess, how late would it have been there, because they were in the eastern time zone. Mm-hmm. So it was at least midnight, maybe, or later. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like a whole that was a whole day for mm. for the people there. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, it was a world, it was a good kickoff show. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Good kickoff to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. And that sound means it's time for our wrestling word of the week. Which normally we put this in between the pay per view and the shows, but since we're doing it a little different this week because it's WrestleMania. And WrestleMania is mm-hmm. stacked. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do Wrestling Word of the Week right now, which was payoff. Payoff: the culmination of an angle or storyline with the intention of providing gratification for the fans. Typically involves a face finally overcoming a dominant heel. Payoff. <laughs> which, thankfully, there was a huge payoff at WrestleMania. Actually, there were yeah. a couple of payoffs. Uh, yeah, actually, a couple. And some disappointing not payoffs. Yeah. But opposite payoffs. But for me, the biggest one was definitely Kofi Mania. Oh, yeah. Kofi Mania was running wild. That was the biggest <laughs> payoff for me. Oh, yes. And I would say the fans, like the crowd there, too, for sure. Uh, yeah. Because, I don't know, I thought the crowd got into quite a few of the matches, but um, not as much not, as... Not anywhere close to Kofi. Kofi. No. And that's probably the one I got the most excited about too uh yeah I was surprised by some more right but that one was probably the most excited most exciting satisfying yeah (laughs) like 
Becky's was satisfying, but I don't know. It just kind of she kind of lost some momentum towards WrestleMania. Yeah. Whereas like Kofi was like picking up steam. Yeah. Going into WrestleMania, so mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, that was like the biggest payoff. Yeah. But the crowd was still chanting like Becky the whole time, pretty much. I mean, when they were chanting. Yeah. Chanting Becky. <laughs> no, I mean I'm not saying they weren't behind Becky. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was a bigger good. relief right. that Kofi won than Becky won. Because I would have been happy if Charlotte won right. in that match. Other people might not agree with me, <laughs> but I would have been happy if Charlotte won. So I wasn't like super... As long as it wasn't Ronda Rousey for that one, honestly. Right. But for Kofi's, it's like, no, obviously Kofi. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. 100% Kofi, please. But yeah. Wrestling War of the Week. Payoff. <laughs> Now we get to the official grandest stage of them all, <laughs> Showcase of the Immortals, WrestleMania. And of course, we start with our host, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And she kind of surprises us with Hulk Hogan coming out. Yeah. And they do some, have a little fun, and you know, Hulk Hogan does Hulk Hogan. <laughs> right. And they do a little, few little poses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Heyman comes out busting through their Just poses kind of interrupting strutting out all the way down to the ring which is quite a long way but yeah. <laughs> and of course he asks for a mic which I don't even think he needs a mic really he's a loud man yeah but anyways for the people at home mm-hmm. he's like if Brock Lesnar isn't last then we're going right now boo I don't know just like yeah complaining which it's like we, we've known for over a week now I think that the women were going to be the main event so it's a weird time to bring that up (laughs) during the pay-per-view but okay so kind of surprisingly we get the Universal Championship match first between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins Mm -hmm. so of course Brock Lesnar comes out first Mm -hmm. and then we get Seth Rollins who's wearing all black with some gold detailing and he has like a new little band like fancy extra banner for Wrestlemania Beast Slayer mm-hmm. first I was like who is coming out I was really really confused I was like who is this cause it's kind of like demony stuff so I was like is it gonna be Finn I'm confused but no it was just Seth Rollins meh <laughs> but of course Lesnar being, being Lesnar attacks Seth Rollins before he even gets into the ring. And yeah. so that's like five minutes at least before the match even officially starts. Just Lesnar beating up Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He threw him into the table like three or over the table three times. Yeah. And one time into one of the poor little announcers. <laughs> so I hope he was okay. I guess he was okay. They showed him later. So yeah. I think he was okay. But then Brock finally drags Seth back into the ring, and the ref finally has them ring the bell to officially start the match. And of course, then he gets beat, Seth gets beat up more for mm-hmm. a little bit. But then he, at some point, Seth pushes Lesnar into the ref, and so the ref's like out for a little bit. And then Seth low blows Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And then he's able to get three stomps in and pins Brock Lesnar for the win. <laughs> Which I'm low-key mad about. Yeah. Because Roman Reigns had a fight for the Universal Championship for like a year and a half at least. Yeah. 
that I'm aware of mm. before they let him win. And then Seth Rollins just one time low blow wins. Yeah. Like, seriously, he's no better than he's just he's the new new Daniel Bryan, because <laughs> that's how Daniel Bryan won the WWE championship was low blowing AJ Styles. Yeah. So congratulations, Seth Rollins. You're the new new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> So, I don't know. That was just, I don't know. I want to be happy, but also he didn't work for it. No. He didn't work. I'm sorry. I mean, like, he did work for it, but storytelling-wise, he didn't really work for it. Like, it was pretty much just given to him. Yeah. So, that was like, I don't know. I should be happy, but I'm not happy. No. Plus, he cheated to get it, too. So Right. I mean, not that Brock Lesnar wasn't cheating, but right. it's Brock Lesnar. That's what he does. Right. That's acceptable behavior from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's the heel. That's what exactly. he's supposed to do. So I'm ashamed of Seth Rollins. Yeah. I'm sh- shame. You're supposed to be better, but you're worse. Because even Brock Lesnar hasn't low blowed anybody recently that I've seen. Yeah. No, not that I know. So, yeah. New, new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Seth Rollins. So. Yeah, that was. I was expecting it to be like, oh, Brock Lesnar's gonna win. Yeah, let's just get that out of the way because I don't even want to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with it being first. Like, let's right. just get that mood killer out of the way. Yeah. But then I was like, opposite. I'm like, well, nope, I'm still mad. Somehow, <laughs> somehow I'm still mad. Thank, <laughs> thanks, WWE, for still making me mad yeah. about something that I should be happy about. But, anyways. On to the next match, which was AJ Styles versus the Viper, Randy Orton, mm-hmm. which had a special guest commentator, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> Not sure why he was special guest commentating for that match, but it's always fun to hear him because he, like, <laughs> he gets really high-pitched yeah. when stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. So he's funny to listen to. Mm-hmm. It was a decent match. It wasn't... It wasn't crazy or amazing, but it was decent. Yeah. Solid. They're both good wrestlers, so it was a solid match. Mm-hmm. And at one point, AJ tried to do a calf crusher, but Randy grabbed the rope. And I guess there was one good part where AJ kind of tricked Randy Orton. Like, he acted like he was going to do a phenomenal forearm, <laughs> but then he stopped. But then Randy went in for the RKO, so he just ended up falling on his back because... There's nobody to RKO. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of funny. Oh, but uh, Randy did superplex AJ off the top rope. Oh, yeah. Like, what is the difference between a suplex and a superplex? It's from the top rope. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I thought suplex was just superplex shortened, but apparently they're different. And then... Randy does get in an RKO eventually, but AJ kicks out of it. Of course, everybody's shocked because nobody kicks out of an RKO (laughs) except for AJ Styles. Yeah. And then AJ does a phenomenal forearm to the outside of the ring, and then he gets Randy back in, and he does it from the inside of the ring, or into the ring, I should say. Yeah. But, like, Randy catches him, but AJ counters that, and does another phenomenal forearm and pins Randy for the win. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles built, (laughs) apparently, I guess. That's what that solved. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Kind of just a rivalry that they made up, I guess, for WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Not not super big there, but no. it's always good when AJ Styles wins. Yeah. And then we get graced with the presence of Lacey Evans <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. I did like her dress, though. It was like red with black polka dots and a nice hat. So it was a nice WrestleMania outfit. <laughs> yeah. But of course, just come out, look at everybody, wave, and then leave. Mm-hmm. Typical Lacey Evans. Apparently, yeah. Ugh, but then we get to a really good match, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship mm-hmm. match, which was a fatal four-way between the Usos, The Bar, Shinsuke and Rusev, and Ricochet and Aleister Black. And I believe it was Ricochet's and Aleister Black's first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. The Usos, they were all in white, so that was fancy. Mm. And the bar was in like they were in like forest green kind of dark green. So yeah. I don't know if I've seen them wear that color before. No. And then Shinsuke had a new giant red leather coat. <laughs> and of course Rusev's joined by Lana and she had a mm. red coat with like a big furry white feather boa. <laughs> and then Rusev's just in, you know, red, black and white, so they're all color coordinated matching. Yeah. And then Ricochet has this coat that he sometimes wears now, <laughs> and it's got it's kind of leather, and it's got bedazzled wing type things on the back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. It gets in his way when he does his flips. So. Yeah, it's not great. I don't like it. And then Alster Black was extra creepy with his vest it had very long i guess they're supposed to be teeth i guess bones i don't know goo ectoplasm i don't know it was gross i i mean i guess that's his thing but (laughs) it's creepy but then i believe it was jay uso and alistair black start Ugh, i can't even say what all happened in that match because it was so much but it was so good yeah just i don't know I feel like the SmackDown tag teams are just better. They're better. I would yeah. say it. They're better. They, or at least they work better together. Right. I agree with that. But probably the biggest highlight of that match was Cesaro and Sheamus. <laughs> Cesaro swinging for Ricochet literally for days. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought he had swung people for a long time before, but he <laughs> topped that. Yeah. I should have timed it. I wish I had timed it. If I rewatch it, I'm going to time it and see how long he actually swings them. Because while he's swinging poor Ricochet around, Sheamus is going through... I'm pretty sure he went through, like, literally every other competitor and mm-hmm. just, like, gets them on the ropes and, like, beats them. I don't... I can't remember what that move's called of his. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but, like, just beats them and, like, goes through all the Usos, Shinsuke, Rusev, Aleister Black, while... Poor Ricochet's being swung by Cesaro. Yeah. And then and then once Cesaro finally stops, he like shakes his head like cause he's like dizzy. Mm-hmm. And but then he manages to get Ricochet into a sharpshooter. Cause like those are so good. Yeah. <laughs> that match was so good. Oh yeah, and they did got a seven man suplex off the top rope. And Ricochet was at the very top. So, like, he somehow mm. manages to, like, roll out of it so he doesn't really get any of it. And I think the only person not involved in that was Aleister Black. Yeah. I think pretty much everybody else was involved. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty cool. 
he ends up getting a he does a I think he calls it a 720 mm, yeah to Seamus and he's like pinning him but then like everybody jumps in the ring to break <laughs> it up oh him poor Seamus he got the rough end of it the Usos <laughs> do a double splash to him and they pin him for the win so the Usos win and retain yeah at Wrestlemania which I'm glad they did because I wasn't really expecting anybody else to get it I mean maybe no. the bar yeah only because they're the only other actual tag team <laughs> yeah because Rusev and Shinsuke are a very recent thing mm-hmm. and then Ricochet and Aleister Black aren't like I mean they've been tag teaming for like a couple months now but they're not really a tag team yeah I can't remember did Lana get involved at any point she probably did I'm something sure did. I can't remember what I think she might hit Seamus or something at some point. Probably. Because there's no way Lana didn't get involved at some point. Yeah. But not enough to keep the Usos from winning. No. But yeah, that was just, that was a super good match. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy watching all of them wrestle, so that was really good. And then they did a quick recognition of all the Hall of Fame inductees. Mm-hmm. Let's see, it was Harlem Heat, D-Generation X, Tori Wilson... Heart Foundation, hmm. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, the Honky Tonk Man, um, Sue Aitchison, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but she's a WWE executive and she got the Warrior Award. I think she helps facilitate like Make-A-Wish mm, yeah. things with the WWE superstars and stuff mm. like that, so... That's pretty cool. And I think that's all the ones they announced. I think there were like other ones, but I think those were all the ones that were like on stage at the time. So that was a nice little moment just to break up all the matches. Yeah. Good opportunity to recognize all the hard work of previous wrestlers and individuals that are part of the WWE. Mm-hmm. And then we get to crazy match <laughs> Shane McMahon versus The Miz false count anywhere Shane was he was all in black wasn't he yeah it was still his like baseball jersey thing but it was black mm-hmm. this time cause he's he's a bad guy now <laughs> yeah which yes he is and then of course The Miz has a fancy coat black leather i didn't like it though because it was like asymmetrical so it was like really short on one side and then (laughs) yeah long on the other i don't know i've liked other coats of his better and of course the mrs dad is sitting in the front row and shane's just a really big poop when he comes (laughs) out he's been so mean i can't remember the ring announcer's name but he's been so mean to him he made him announce him like three times and (laughs) keeps roughing him up and yeah. he's just she's just a being a poop and of course once they finally get the match started Shane like runs away and kind of like teases the Miz and stuff and then he like attacks the Miz's dad again yeah. which is like dude quit being rude mm-hmm. and then he eventually gets Miz on a table and he goes to the top rope but then the Miz's dad comes out and like stands between Shane and the Miz <laughs> to protect him and it's like okay and then the Miz's dad gets into the ring 
And Shane, like, messes with them. He, like, helps him, like, with his boxing posture. <laughs> and then he, like, starts beating up the Miz's dad. Yeah. And so rude. And then finally the Miz <laughs> comes in to save his dad and throws Shane out of the ring and, like, into the crowd and goes back to his dad to check on him and, like, calls for some medics or where trainers or whatever. Which is like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with these people? He's not a superstar. Why weren't there medics out there sooner? <laughs> it took them way too long. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was fine, but still, mm. he's a civilian. <laughs> yeah. So then Miz just like starts beating the mess out of Shane. It was so good. Eventually, they go up to where all the other commentators are for like the different languages, which normally you don't really get to see those tables. Mm. But he's like starts putting Shane through like all those tables and stuff, and that was really good. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And those are like kind of up high, and he's like sends Shane over the barricade onto the top of a golf cart, and then he like flops to the ground. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is after he's been put through others like into other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they start climbing a camera tower and like start beating each other up on that. And his suplexes Shane off of the camera tower <laughs> and into onto something, I'm assuming, hopefully, empty cardboard boxes with fabric draped over them yeah. to help brace the fall. Because they were up pretty high. Uh, yeah. That was at least 20 feet, 15. Maybe 15. Maybe. It was pretty high. Yeah. I mean, it was still high, but it wasn't, like, super high. But, of course, they're, like, both laid out not moving but somehow Shane was slightly on top of the Miz (laughs) and so the Miz gets pinned by Shane even though neither of them are moving the ref counts it which I think so dumb because they're both out Right, it's not a pin if both people are out but anyways (laughs) and so technically Shane wins even though the Miz is the one that suplexed him off the tower so that was a super good match, except for the part where Shane wins. Yeah, so. except for that. So, kind of satisfactory. Not really. <laughs> I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't expecting the Miz to do something like that, though. No. But I guess that just proves how far he'll go when his father's been threatened and beaten. Mm-hmm. Ew. And then we get to the women's tag team championship match, which was also a fatal four way. And Paige was a special guest commentator for that match. And, I don't know, this one was a highlight for me. I enjoyed it. And it was the Boston Hug Connection defending against Naya Tamina, the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Mm. Still don't like that name. Mm -hmm. The Iconics, Mm -hmm. an actual tag team. (laughs) And Natalia and Beth Phoenix, who Mm -hmm. were joined in their entrance by Bret Hart and they were all Hart Foundation colors and style Mm -hmm. and everything so that was nice and Sasha and Bailey had like blue and gold and white color scheme going on Bailey had like a new jacket but her poor little inflatable buddies (laughs) didn't do so hot at Wrestlemania I guess they were a little camera shy for the grandest stage of them all yeah. Tamina had new gear, and then Naya had her hair all braided. And then, oh, the Iconics, they kind of had a Maleficent thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, Billy Kay had, like, the horns going on, and mm. 
Peyton Royce had like black feather wings <laughs> and that was pretty crazy. But like Bailey and Tamina start the match and eventually like Tamina just like ta- attacks everybody, of course. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll just do highlights because that was I don't know. I enjoyed the match. I don't know about other people, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Beth, like, double suplexes the Iconics, <laughs> and Natalia and Beth, heart attack Billy Kay, <laughs> and honor the Heart Foundation. And I don't know why they were act- acting surprised about Natalia doing a double sharpshooter to Bailey yeah, Sasha. she's done it She's done that times. multiple times, so I don't know why they act shocked. Right. But, of course, Tamina breaks that up, and her and Nia do a double Samoan drop to the Iconics and I think they were gonna go in for like a double splash kind of like the Usos Mm -hmm. but then Beth like knocks Nia off the top rope which we don't really ever see Nia on the top rope too often no almost pretty much never yeah and then Beth gets Bailey onto the top rope but Billy Kay tags in like tags (laughs) Beth Phoenix to get in, but I guess Beth didn't realize it. Even though I don't know how she didn't feel it. And so she, what was it called? A glam slam? Yeah. Glam slams Bailey from the top rope. But then Peyton Royce like pulls Beth off because she's like trying to pin Bailey. Mm-hmm. So like Peyton like, comes in and like pulls Beth off. And then Billy, the legal woman, comes in <laughs> and pins Bailey for the win. So the Iconics are the new women's tag team champions and it makes me so happy. Yeah. Yay. They've been like a tag team for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. So a long time. They deserve it. Yes, they do. But yeah, I was just, I don't know, I was so excited because I was like, I can't believe like they just let them win. Yeah. Because they're like hardly ever on SmackDown. Yeah. Like hardly ever. Mm. And so, I don't know, this makes me super happy. Yeah. You know, to have the, give the title to an actual tag team, too. That's been a tag team longer than them announcing that they're going to have women's tag team titles. Yeah, right. Because it's pretty much just them and the Riot Squad, really. Yeah. That were pre-existing tag teams. Mm-hmm. So, that's just, I don't know. I think that's really special for them. Yeah. For and sure. their first WrestleMania match, too, on top of that. Right to like win tag team titles mm-hmm. so i don't know i was just like i got super excited i was like oh my gosh they let the iconics win <laughs> it was just a good it was just a special wrestlemania it was iconic <laughs> it was kofi mania yeah it was wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> it's just a crazy night yeah but yeah i don't know that just made me super happy for them because i know they worked really hard oh yeah and they want it fair and square, no tricks. No. They want she was legal. Mm-hmm. And people are just gonna have to get over that. They actually <laughs> did. Right. They actually didn't play dirty. They no. They won fair and square. Mm-hmm. But then coming off of that excitement, adrenaline rush is the <laughs> WWE Championship match. Our reason for Kofi Mania. <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus the new Daniel Bryan. And of course, Kofi is joined by Biggie and Xavier Woods. Mm -hmm. They actually get to be out there with them during the match. (laughs) Yeah. And during their entrance, like Biggie, like points out like this present. He's like, "This is for you," but we don't know what's in it. So I was like, "Okay, (laughs) that's weird." 
And then, of course, Daniel Bryan is joined by Rowan. And Daniel Bryan's been wearing all black at pay-per-views, but this mm-hmm. time he was wearing brown and white, which was like, he's a poop, so I guess he <laughs> wears poop colors now. Yeah. Might as well just match. But the all the New Day, they had matching gear, and it was new and different. and had, like, little crowns and stuff for Kofi Kingston. Yay. <laughs> and, of course, pretty much the crowd just starts chanting Kofi Mania, like, Immediately, because yeah. why wouldn't they? That's what they came to see. Yep. But this was when the crowd was really getting into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, like, kind of in... I mean, to a certain... I mean, obviously, they were into the matches before, but mm. this is when they were, like, waking up for real. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Ugh, it's just such a good match. Both of them are... They just wrestle really well together. So, even though it's not the first time they wrestled together it was still really good to watch them yeah oh yeah of course kofi flies over the top rope into brian at one point jumps off the top rope but he hits the table instead of brian so that was like no kofi <laughs> i think did he try to remember if it was just his face or if it was his full body i can't or like his chest was it his chest his chest yeah and of course, at one point, Rowan starts, I think he starts edging up on Kofi, but then Xavier Woods and Biggie and Kofi, like, they all attack him and take him out. So yeah, he's neutralized. Yeah, he's neutralized, which is good because he messes things up. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, Daniel Bryan at one point gets Kofi into the bell lock. I think that's what it's called, the bell lock. Yeah. But like, thankfully, Kofi breaks out and he gets in. Finally gets in. Did he ever get in a SOS? I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't think he did. He'd been trying to get in an SOS on Trouble in Paradise like the whole time, but he Mm. couldn't get him. But he finally got in a Trouble in Paradise and pinned for the win. Kofi Mania is real (laughs) and it's running wild. (laughs) So happy. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so good. And his kids are so cute they are so adorable yeah like his one like you can tell he's just he's ready to be a wwe superstar yeah he like went up to the top rope all by himself yelling and like knew how to hold up the belt and was yelling (laughs) it's like he's ready he knows what he's doing he's born for this Mm -hmm. oh but just so adorable and then biggie finally like brings out the present and it had it was like new shirts and I was like mm-hmm. there's a new champ this there is mm-hmm. and it's like get the little belt and like them on it and it's you know cute adorable new day merchandise yeah and of course they also bring Kofi the WWE championship belt the old one not the new one <laughs> because the old one was underneath <laughs> the new one on the pedestal with Kofi's name already on it. Oh. <laughs> How about that? How about that? You know, I'd be like, mm, I want that new one though. <laughs> I like the I like how the new one looked. I want the handmade, handcrafted. Yeah. One. Yeah. It's like if nobody wants it, I'll take it. <laughs> right. I'll take that one. It was nice looking, but yeah, oh, it was it's so good. It's such a good payoff. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, but I'm sorry. I can't get over how cute his kids are. (laughs) So cute. So good. It was such a good match. 
it's like, man, everybody's just going to be ready to go home now. Like, right. that's it. Like, I'm done. It's bedtime. But which, speaking of which, now we start getting into the snooze fest and the nap time matches. Yeah. <laughs> the snack time, break time matches. <laughs> or might as well not even happen matches. Yeah. But we get like a little backstage stuff with um, the trainer's room slash mortuary, <laughs> which is like, what? <laughs> And, of course, it's Alexa apologizing to Colin Jost and Michael Che. And she's like, don't worry, you're in good hands. And, like, the doctors, or did you say they were, like, D-Generation X guys? Yeah, they were DX guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, poor Colin Jost and Michael Che. <laughs> so, not in the best of hands, actually. No. Even though the way she said it, though, I almost thought it was going to be, like, Braun Strowman again. <laughs> right. She's, You're in good hands. It's like, hmm, whose thing is hands? <laughs> Braun Strowman, but no. No. So that was a slightly missed opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to championship match. It just shouldn't have even happened. Yeah, say it's championship yeah. match. Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. Which is apparently this was, I think they said this was Samoa Joe's first WrestleMania yeah. Which, if so, that's kind of a bummer for him, actually, because... Yeah, it wasn't great. This was a... I don't even know why it happened. Rey Mysterio looked really good, though. Yeah, dressed up like Mysterio. Yeah, he had, like, super big, shiny, purpley... Purple cape. Purple sequin <laughs> cape and, and green ring gear, so he looked really cool. And then Small Joe was just... Small Joe, nothing really special about... No. no. Yeah, literally nothing just, special about his gear. Yeah. yeah. And thankfully, people got to see Rey Mysterio 619, because that's about all we got to see. Yeah. Happened super quick, and then Cocaine Clutch. End of match. End of match. That was really, I don't know. I don't even know why they bothered, I guess because it's WrestleMania, so let's defend all the titles. Mm-hmm. But... If they made this one short because of Triple H and Batista, poo-poo on them. They probably did. Ugh. So poo-poo on that. <laughs> yeah, that was a waste of, honestly, both yeah, Rey Mysterio and Samojo, honestly. It was a waste of both of them because they're, I don't like Samojo's character, but he's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And Rey Mysterio, forget about it. He's amazing. <laughs> right. So... Yeah, that was just a waste of both of them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre actually had bagpipes and <laughs> for his entrance. Apparently it was the NYPD bagpipes. That was special. Mm-hmm. And then Roman Reigns just had fireworks galore. That, was, that wasn't a sh- super short match, but it wasn't overly long either. Yeah. Which is fine for, like, what it was. That's fine. It didn't need to be super long and drawn out, thankfully. Yeah. Just some of the highlights were Drew suplexing Roman onto the floor, which always hurts. (laughs) Then Roman Samoa drops Drew to the floor. Yeah. Of course, Roman spears and pins for the win. Yeah. So, Roman wins his his first singles match back. Yeah. And it's WrestleMania. He's not going to lose the WrestleMania. No, he's always going to kick out. Yeah. <laughs> it's Roman Reigns. He's back. He's kicking out. Yeah. But yeah, he won. So put Drew McIntyre in his place. 
somebody needs to. <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a decent little match. Nothing super crazy. No. Just the right length for what it was. Yeah. And then we got our main musical guest for the evening, mm-hmm. Elias, which that was kind of a weird thing with him at first. Yeah. Uh, first, it was a video of Elias on drums that was introduced, and then he introduced himself on the piano on a video, and then he was introduced again on the guitar in the ring, live in person, and they played with each other a little song mm-hmm. yeah so that was weird and interesting and special <laughs> but then of course it's elias so of course he gets interrupted right with a video of babe ruth <laughs> which at first is super confusing yeah it's really confusing on. yeah i guess it's maybe a reference to something i didn't know but then comes out <laughs> The Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena. <laughs> I was definitely not expecting that at all. John Cena, I was hoping would make an appearance, but I was certainly not expecting the Doctor of Thugonomics. No, definitely not. Word life. <laughs> yeah, word life. And of course, being the Doctor of Thugonomics, he drops a rhyme on us. <laughs> He's like, Cena's turning heel. And it's like, oh, okay. Let's do this. I'm game for that. And of course, we get a five knuckle shuffle and a attitude adjustment. Even though he said he wasn't gonna do an attitude adjustment, he did it anyways. Yeah. To Elias. So, yep. Good stuff. <laughs> yep. WrestleMania moment. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry. That was just. I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't personally remember when he was the doctor of thugonomics, so... No, me neither. That was a... That was special to see. <laughs> yeah. That was special. Word life. <laughs> Word life. <laughs> but, yeah. It was good to see John Cena back, because he hasn't been back since our Monday Night Raw that we saw in Memphis, so... <laughs> yeah. So it was good to see him back. Mm-hmm. And even better to see him beat up Elias, because... Yes. It's just always good to watch Elias get beat up. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, after that wonderfulness, we get to probably the worst part of the evening for me. Definitely the most boring part. <laughs> Should have been a good part. I thought it, I was hoping it would be a good part. It was Batista versus Triple H. No oh, hold yeah. barred. Hopefully ending the career of Triple Ending career of Triple H. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, no. And of course, we get special guest commentator Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania himself. Mm-hmm. And they did, I mean, they had interesting entrances. Yeah. Batista had a motorcade and lost security guards and caught his foot on the rope entering the ring and almost tripped and fell right off the bat. So it's good to see he hasn't lost his. In ring abilities. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even get into the ring properly. Triple H is a uh, copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Weird. Close. Bad Weird Max. Mad Max entrance. Bad. Just not good CG, Mad Max. No. No. Very bad. Yep. So that was probably the most exciting part was their entrances. Yep. And it was all downhill. It was there. all downhill. 
Oh, we did get a nice... Apparently, Batista's starring in a movie with Kamel Nanjiani. Is it Nanjiani? Nanjiani. And he was there with, like, Batista's my BFF and (laughs) signs and stuff. So, that was probably the... Actually, that was probably the highlight of that match. Yeah. Honestly. Uh Uh-huh. It's just... It was so slow. It was so slow. Yeah. If you can't wrestle at a decent pace, like, you should not be wrestling anymore. Because you have a middle-aged man wrestling a older middle-aged man. It's just not... I mean, I wasn't expecting much after his stuff with uh, Undertaker. No. Which those matches were bad, too. They were. I know. I was, got super excited. I was like, yes, Undertaker. And then I was like... I mean, I know they're getting older, obviously. But come on. Like, obviously, they have to make it weird stipulation i guess to make it interesting or they think they need to make it weird stipulation to make it interesting i don't know Mm. but man kurt angle still gets out there and does it why can't they yeah i mean is he older than them or is he younger than them i don't know either way he still gets out there and puts on a show so yeah like gets out there and moves and puts on a show not oh i need to resort to getting out a sledgehammer to put on a show (laughs) right but yeah I don't know I just it was super slow and parts of it were just like too much like he chunks a at one point he chunks a toolbox at Batista I think right mm-hmm. and then there's like a chain in it it's like what kind of toolbox has a chain in it mm-hmm. nobody's toolbox has a chain in it no. especially one that's sparkly shiny <laughs> no. and he puts pliers to Batista's fingers and he gets a needle nose plier and rips out his nose ring and ugh. but then Batista sends Triple H into tables and yeah it was just really slow back and forth it's like I I don't know I'm just I guess some people liked it but I it could have been a third of the length and probably been better been okay yeah a third of the length and Triple H loses <laughs> yeah I know I'm just like I'm sorry because if all of Triple H's matches are going to be like this. I don't want to see it. It's like his matches are like his pro in-ring promos. Long and drawn out and I get bored. Long and pointless. Yep. It's like you could have given me all the information I needed in two minutes and been done. But yeah. There's table stuff. Oh yeah, Triple H does spear Batista into and through the Spanish announce table, right? Mm-hmm. No, wait. It was the German announce table. Yeah, it was the German table. It wasn't the... The Spanish table was the one that held up the whole time, and then they went through the German one. Mm-hmm. Which, even... Who was it? Michael Cole? He almost said the Spanish table, too, because, like you said previously, it's usually always the Spanish table. Mm-hmm. So even Michael Cole was... <laughs> You got tripped him up. Yeah. But eventually at the end, when they're like laid out, because they're middle-aged men apparently, and that's what middle-aged men do, Ric Flair comes out of nowhere and hands Triple H the sledgehammer because he's mad at Batista because Batista attacked him. And then he goes and distracts Batista. And so Triple H hits Batista with the sledgehammer and then pedigrees him and pins him for the win. So, surprise, surprise, Triple H wins, and mm-hmm. his he's not retired from in-ring, which I wish he was. Mm-hmm. I wish he was t- retired from wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
Because if that's what all his matches are going to be like from now on, I just don't want to watch him. No. I just really don't. The twist, apparently, Batista's retired from wrestling and <laughs> sports entertainment. Apparently, that was his last match, which really? That's, you want to go out on that? Really? Okay. Like, why don't you just stay away at that point? <laughs> yeah. You could have ended out on top. You could have left and been on top. Because he had to promote his new movie with Camille Nanjiani. There are better ways to promote a movie <laughs> than getting beat up by Triple H. And not even beat up, really. <laughs> no, not really at all. Yeah, so moving on from that disaster of a match. Sorry, but that's how I feel. We get funny thing. Alexa and the B team are trying to sell the Daniel Bryan <laughs> cha- still champion t-shirts because he lost. So mm-hmm. they're trying to get those sold. So that was pretty funny. And then we get to the sad match. Kurt Angle's final farewell match. Hopefully his final farewell. Well, I don't say. I don't mean to say it. Mean hopefully, but. He's had a farewell match before. Yeah. Obviously, because this is his second. Well, is this his only time he's come out of retirement? I don't know. I don't know. But, anyways, well, I guess it's his second go around in WWE as a wrestler. And for some reason, he picked the fight Baron Corbin. I mean, story wise, I get why he picked Baron Corbin because Baron Corbin ruined his career as (laughs) general manager of Raw. Yeah. But Baron Corbin had, like, a weird symbol on his vest, and I couldn't even tell what it was. So mm-hmm. that was his, I guess his special little <laughs> WrestleMania thing was, like, just a tiny little symbol at the bottom of his vest. Not even, like, big across the back of the vest. Just, like, a tiny yeah. little thing at the bottom. He really knows how to show up for <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. But then, of course, Kurt Angle has... He's wearing his gold medal and has, like, all these fireworks and stuff. And his gear's got, like, stars and stripes on one side and then, like, black on the other side. For some reason, like, Corbin's, like, mocking Kurt Angle's family at one point during the match. Mm-hmm. which is like, poop you, Baron Corbin. Ugh. But then finally we get, like, straps down, ankle lock. But then Corbin gets out of that. Boo. And then he, like, mocks John Cena at some point. Mm-hmm. I think the commentators that said because people were saying John Cena should have been Kurt Angle's final match. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I would have probably preferred that. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, so he, like, mocks John Cena, which I wish John Cena would have then come out because this was after John Cena had made his presence known. So that's like, <laughs> right. dang it, John Cena, come out here. <laughs> Ugh. But then... Corbin gets in an end of days and pins Kurt Angle. Boo. So Baron Corbin wins. <laughs> poo poo. But Kurt Angle was really nice. He addressed the crowd after the match was over. And he's like, thank you so much. And he's like, now play my music and say those two words that epitomized my career. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. And, of course, in the crowd chants, you suck, like always. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, that's not how they feel. Yeah. It's like, don't go, Kurt Angle. Not out, not on that. <laughs> not like this. Not like this. So, that was a bittersweet moment. Yeah. Because at least Kurt Angle still gets out there and performs. Right. Like, actually performs and puts on a show. So, he will be missed. Mm-hmm. 
And then we get to our second to last match of the night, which honestly I figured would have been the Triple H match since it wasn't the Universal Championship match because, you know, yeah. Triple H thinks he's a big deal and like Batista <laughs> <Yeah>. is a big deal. <laughs> right. So I thought it would have been that, but no, it was a Intercontinental Championship match. Or should I say the Fenter Continental <laughs> Championship match between Bobby Lashley and the Demon King, Finn Balor. I don't know why or when they started dropping the King part, but to me, it's he is the Demon King. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Bobby Lashley, as always, well, not I guess as always, but was joined by Leo Rush. And for some reason, Bobby Lashley was wearing <laughs> green, like bright green, almost a lime green, almost. Yeah. Contacts, which, I mean, sure, it's WrestleMania, let's be extra, but like that's like the almost more subtle than Baron Corbin's little symbol. Mm-hmm. Because if you're far away, you're not going to notice that. No. You're just like, okay, that's Bobby Lashley. Like, pretty much the only people that are going to really notice that are the people, like, watching at home. Mm-hmm. But then the weirdest part is nobody mentioned it on commentary. Nobody brought up the contacts. I'm like, am I going crazy? Or <laughs> why are we not talking about these bright green contact lenses? <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I just thought that was super weird. Nobody mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, the Demon King was super extra because it's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There's lots of smoke. He was on a lift kind yeah. of thing, riser thing, <laughs> which eventually came down. And he had a cloak on and a skirt and a scarf. And, <laughs> and of course, all painted up, which uh, that was not like my most favorite paint job, mm-hmm. personally. But uh, I guess because um, I like it when there's just like the eyeball, because like you know, that's like part of the mythos of Balor is like the eye of Balor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I personally like it when there's a giant eyeball. But this had <laughs> he had like a kind of like a snake face type thing. Oh, that's what mm-hmm. it reminded me of. Yeah, something like that. But I shouldn't complain because we got the Demon King. So right. I need to quit complaining. I'll hush up now. But yeah, that was super, super extra. But I mean, anytime he's the demon, he's kind of extra anyway. So, yeah. but that was a, that was quite a long ramp to crawl down though. So <laughs> yeah. that took a minute, but that was a pretty good match. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't long, but it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I always like watching him wrestle as the demon king because he just carries himself a little bit differently. So it's fun to, I don't know, it's fun to see somebody do a different style than they yeah. typically do. And Bobby Lashley was like, he's super rough with them too. Like yeah. he was, he was not really holding back this time. I didn't think he was holding back before the other times he's wrestled him, but he was like super rough th- that night. And yeah, of course the demon survives a couple spears being thrown into barricades, tables, etc. just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> A couple times, Leo Grush tries to, like, I don't know, come up on him and get... And then, like, the Demon King just scares him off, and so it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, Leo Rush makes me laugh. 
But then the Demon King power bombs Bobby Lashley, which everybody was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Finn would have never been able to do that. And it's like, oh, okay. Sure. I'm like, like, I know we're doing kayfabe here, but okay. <laughs> but then, yeah, he power bombs and coup de gras for the win. So the Demon King Finn Balor won and got back his Fintercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Yay. Hooray. And I was wearing my first Finn Balor shirt, which up to this point has been cursed. So (laughs) curse broken on that shirt. Thank you. (laughs) It's like, I'll wear it tonight. Sure. They're not going to let him lose. It's a demon king. So I'll break the curse. So yay. (laughs) Curse broken on my shirt. Yay. Now I don't have to be worried about wearing it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Except I'm still going to low key worry. Well, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so that was a good match. Good, mm-hmm. short, nice match. I mean, I wish it had been a little bit longer, but, you yeah. know, considering the match that was coming up, it wasn't going to yeah. be too long. Yeah. But then before our final match of the night, Alexa Bliss, our host, came out again, and she announced the attendance total for the evening, which was I think was over 82,000, I think. Yeah. And then she tries to announce a dance break, but... R-Truth and Carmella are a little slow, and they finally come out, and like, hey, let's have the world's largest seven-second dance break. (laughs) And of course, like, they do a dance break, and it's longer than seven seconds, and Corey's like, this is way longer than seven seconds. (laughs) (laughs) But Corey's just a party pooper, so. But yeah, that was a fun little break before our main event of the evening, which was the women's triple threat winner takes all for the Raw Women's title and the SmackDown Women's title between the Queen Charlotte Flair, the man Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I guess the baddest woman on the planet. Baddest attitude on the planet. Right. Really. Ooh. Uh, I guess Charlotte was probably the most extra (laughs) at WrestleMania this year. Arrived in a helicopter. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think she won on entrances. (laughs) Yeah. I think so. Even though Demon King comes a close second for me personally, but you know. (laughs) And then Rhonda comes out to Joan Jett playing her entrance, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, Joan Jett's song. So, so that was pretty cool. And then the man needs no help. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. No. But, ooh, her hair was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. She's, like, in black leather with yellow stripes down the sides. And, yeah, her hair was her hair was extra. <laughs> Very fluffy. Yeah. And then, like, Charlotte was in, I guess, kind of lavender and blue mm-hmm. with fireworks. And then Rhonda's just Rhonda. I mean, she had Joan Jet, so don't really need anything else. No. But that was actually a decent match. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't super long either, though, now that I think about it. No, it wasn't super long. Which is fine. It's kind of hard to be too long when you have a noob in the mix. Yeah. Because she's only been wrestling a year. Yeah. So, it's like, leave it to the professionals. (laughs) Leave it to Charlotte and Becky. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was a decent match, though. Yeah. (laughs) It would have been better with just Charlotte and Becky, but... Uh, Yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? Yep. Some highlights were 
Charlotte trying to armbar Becky and then <laughs> Becky trying to leg lock Charlotte. And <laughs> at one point, they, I guess a couple points, actually, they both double team Rhonda. And Charlotte gets in a double and actual selection on Becky and Rhonda. And Charlotte actually does a figure four leg lock to Rhonda, like on the ring post. Mm hmm. And I think Rhonda was bleeding first, and then Charlotte started... I think Charlotte got, like, cut on her elbow or something. Yeah. But I'm not sure why Rhonda... Rhonda had, like, some marks on her leg. I don't know what that was from yeah. before. I it guess... from something else. I yeah. Know. Oh, and then at one point, Rhonda, like, double arm bars <laughs> Becky and Charlotte, which is, like, so dumb, because they obviously, like, power out of it. Like, yeah. they just, like, slam her, like, three times. It's like... <laughs> They're not... I'm sorry. It's Becky and Charlotte. Like, no. No. Yeah. Sorry, Rhonda. No. You're wrestling the man and the queen. It's not going to be that easy. No. And then I think it was... Becky... Yeah, Becky gets out the table. Yeah. Which, like, finally, it's like a freaking triple threat match. (laughs) So no DQs. Like, please get something out. It's wrestling at WrestleMania. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it right. Becky puts it up, but then Rhonda's like, no, I can't say what she really said, but like, tables are for beep beeps. (laughs) (laughs) Tables are for snitches. It's like, uh, nobody cares. It's wrestling. We want tables. Right. So then like, Charlotte puts it up into the corner. I guess she like was going to spear both of them into the table, Mm. Becky and Rhonda into the table, but then like they flip Charlotte into the table. And so like she Mm. rolls out of the ring and then Rhonda tries to do a piper's pit to becky or whatever it's called piper's pit i guess yeah i don't know but then like becky like is able to like flip her around and one two three pins Rhonda. kind (laughs) of again comes down to inexperience Rhonda doesn't know how to keep her shoulders down to get pinned (laughs) but anyway either way the ref still counted a three, so <laughs> right. Becky is the new Raw Women's Champion and SmackDown Live Women's Champion. She's the champ champ. <laughs> the man is the champ champ. The champ champ. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Yay. A little disappointed it's not Charlotte. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad it's... I'm glad it wasn't Rhonda. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think people would definitely agree with that. Because, oh boy, it was rough just having her as the Raw Women's Champion. Could you imagine if she had both titles? Oh, Lord. Nothing would ever happen in the women's division ever again. Nope. And it would be the worst. Yep. Be like, well, so much for that evolution. <laughs> right? Now we're at a standstill. But nope. Because the man came to town and... One, two, three, two belt Becky. Was she? Yeah. Two belts, Becky. Becky, two belts. Yeah, Becky, two belts. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So that was a good end to WrestleMania. I'm I'm good with that end result. Yeah. And the crowd was good with that end result. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, they didn't really stick too long with it. Like, it was pretty quick. They faded to black. Yeah, that was, yeah. Of course, I was like, it was... Think some more pay per view. <laughs> it was a pretty long yeah. pay per view, at least five and a half hours, probably, not including the kickoff. I think. Yeah. 
It was a, it was a long pay per view, but I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, it was like sixteen matches. Crazy. It's WrestleMania. It's running wild. <laughs> but for my first WrestleMania, I don't know. I guess I'm not entirely sure what I was expecting, but uh, there were just like a few matches I would have just like cut out, not had, and it would have been perfect. Yep. Like U.S. Championship match, Triple H match. No, that one for sure. Like just cut those out because I mean the U.S. Championship match basically didn't even happen anyway. So yeah, just or cut. just take out the Triple H match and actually make the U.S. Title match an actual match. True. That is true. <laughs> That would have made that a lot better. Just do that. That would have made it a lot better. Yeah. Take out Triple H's dumb thing altogether. Yeah. I wasn't super crazy with how Seth won the Universal title. Yeah, there are just... There's a few changes I would make, and then it would have been perfect, I think. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Uh, just from, I don't know if it's just they're really good at cutting, like, promos of previous WrestleManias, but I feel like past ones were kind of, I don't know, just more in the spectacle, of, at least, like, of entrances and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like most people's were just kind of, eh. <laughs> we'll add some fireworks. It'll be yeah. fine. That's extra enough, right? Yeah, well, but like you said, they're also just showing you the highlights of past WrestleManias, so they're only showing you the good stuff. That's true. So I'm sure there's plenty of duds. You've got 30 plus years of WrestleManias. That's true. There definitely been some duds. I don't know. Like I said earlier, it's kind of (laughs) overwhelming. It's kind of overwhelming, just the sheer mass of it. Mm -hmm. There's just so much. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what? What they say? There were like seven title changes, something like that. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy for a pay per view. Yeah. To have that many title changes, and two were just in the kickoff show. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think I think overall I liked it. Yeah, overall it was a good WrestleMania. I think I'm still trying to process it all. <laughs> I'm still trying to take it all in. <laughs> but enough about how we felt about WrestleMania. It's time to find out how you felt. Because it's time to smack down your vote. Thanks, Dr. Thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> so, like with the past few pay-per-views, we posted a few polls. Definitely a few polls this time because <laughs> there's 16 matches. <laughs> yeah. um, trying to see what the WWE Universe thought was their favorite matches of the evening and so our first poll of four they ended up doing four in total the first poll included buddy murphy versus tony niece women's battle royal raw tag team championship and the men's battle royal and you know percentage wise they're not the same twitter has them showing as both winners <laughs> the Raw Tag Team Championship at 33%, and then the Men's Battle Royal at 34%. <laughs> so, technically, percentage-wise, <laughs> Men's... Battle, the, the Battle Royal. Yeah, was the favorite <laughs> there. So, I don't know, that was interesting. But, yeah, that was a good one. And the Raw Tag Team Championship, that was a good one, too. Yeah. But, I mean, also, the women's was also good, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Second poll was Lesnar versus Rollins, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, SmackDown tag team titles, and Shane versus The Miz. 
And that was the winner at 50%. Shane McMahon versus The Miz at 50%. Mm-hmm. Which, out of those, yeah, I agree with that. That was probably my favorite one out of those. Even though uh, they had the SmackDown Tag Team Trials at 9% as like the lowest one out of those four, mm-hmm. which I disagree with that. <laughs> but yeah. that was like, actually, that one was probably more my favorite than Shane versus The Miz, actually. Yeah. So, I disagree with the WWE Universe on that one. And then, ooh, I definitely agree with this one. Our third <laughs> poll was women's tag team titles. Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. And Roman versus Drew McIntyre. With winner, winner, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at 89% <laughs> in that poll. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then women's tag team titles... At 6%, Rey Mysterio versus Mojo, 0%, which, uh, yeah. y'all. And then Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre at 5%. So, I mean, out of those, like, I get why everybody picked that one. Yeah. Even though I, I did enjoy the women's tag team titles, personally. Yeah. But I get it. And then our final poll, which was Batista versus Triple H, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley versus the Demon King. And then the Queen Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. And this was actually a tie, which I don't know why, between Batista and Triple H. And Charlotte Lynch and Rousey, both at 43%. (laughs) I guess we weren't watching the same match as everybody else. (laughs) Isn't that... Because that Batista versus Triple H match, like, mm, no. Nope. I guess people are just really loving nostalgia, maybe. I guess so. Uh, because I know those two men wrestled way better yeah. than that before, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess nostalgia just got people on that vote. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby Lashley versus the Demon King at 14%. And then obviously Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin at 0%. Because <laughs> nobody liked that outcome. No. Nobody liked that. So I would have ranked the Intercontinental Championship way higher than Batista and Triple H. Yeah. But I don't know. This is the WWE Universe speaking, not me. <laughs> right. So those were our results. Um, let's see. But. Yep, overall, it looks like Kofi Mania running wild. Oh, yeah. At 89% was the highest one. So, yep, I get it. Mm -hmm. I do get that one. Yeah. (laughs) I feel I I have the same feelings on that one. So, but yeah, thank you so much for voting. We do appreciate it. Even though we don't agree with you (laughs) on everything, we do appreciate you voting. Yes. It's always fun to see what other people think. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. I know this one was a little different. We're just focusing on WrestleMania, just the pay-per-view. I know the Raw and SmackDown after <laughs> WrestleMania are going to be insane, but I'm sorry. I can't I can't process it all at one time. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just going to have to get what little I can process from WrestleMania. <laughs> but yeah. We do thank you so much for listening. Um, You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, the latest episodes on SoundCloud. Please like, share, subscribe, follow. Review. Review. Did I say comment? No, but 
comment if yeah. you want. You can also follow us on Twitter where we post our wrestling word of the week and obviously our polls after the pay-per-views. So mm-hmm. follow us at OTRT Podcast so you can vote on those. Mm-hmm. And then if you have any questions or suggestions, you can also email us at on the road to podcast at gmail.com. Am I forgetting nope. anything? Nope. Uh, that's it. All right. Cool. And again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the road to Money in the Bank. Cha-ching! <laughs>